Be excellent to each other. Everybody and welcome to this week's episode of the Three Man Booth Podcast. I'm your host Hunter McGoy, joined once again by the hardest working man in all of podcasting, the one, the only, Mr. Adam Howe. Adam, Look what's up? Just recording back to back weeks. We're back. Look at that. Well, until I go on vacation next week and really yeah. everything <laughs> once again. But hey, let's not let's not go there just yet. <laughs> I said, everyone, give us a follow on Twitter at 3MB Podcast. Give us a follow on Instagram at 3MB Pod. Follow Adam on Twitter at AdamHal3MB. And as always, just don't follow me because it's nothing but soccer and borderline political statements. But anyway. No, that's more you. That's more your Facebook page. <laughs> well, yeah, definitely don't find me on Facebook because you really don't like me there. <laughs> Uh, on this week's episode, we, you know, t- to use the immortal words uh, uh, of the song from Smoking the Bandit, we got a long way to go and a short time to get there. Uh, we got Takeover 30 to recap, SummerSlam. Uh, I want to touch on Summer Struggle from New Japan this morning. We got Payback to preview. We've got All Out to preview since I won't be around. Um, just just a ton, a ton, ton of stuff that we need to get to. Uh, so I'm, we're just going to jump right into it. Hit on a few quick news items. Um, you know, delve into wrestling, delve outside of wrestling like we always like to do. Uh, but first and foremost, so Adam, tonight we have Central Arkansas versus Austin P. Who you got? Oh, Austin P. V. By at least by at least twenty. Get out of here, man. Central. Central no. All right. Uh, next, Noctera beer on that game right there. Sold. All right. All right. Deal. Um, more wrestling-related news. Uh, you know, I, we, we've talked about the magazine a few times on the podcast, but Pro Wrestling Illustrated releases their yearly top 500, and uh, they absolutely keep it kayfabe. It has nothing to do with are you a draw? Are you good on promos? It is strictly entering action, and the number one wrestler – from July 2019 to end of June 2020 is the one and only John Moxley. And Adam, I think that is the absolute right and proper choice. Oh, totally agree. I mean, ever since Moxley left WWE, I think he was very determined to prove a point that, hey, I am the a top guy. I am the guy that I say I am. And I think he's proven that in AEW. He's proven it on the Indies. He's proven it in Japan. Yeah, I cold-heartedly agree. Has anyone done more in a year than John Moxley? <laughs> well, so I'm, I, I, I was actually going to pitch a question to you. So now this means that Seth Rollins is a two-time winner. Roman Reigns is a winner. And now John Moxley is a winner of the PWI 500. Mm-hmm. Does that make the Shield the most dominant faction in the history of wrestling, if you keep it kayfabe? Yeah, prob- probably. If you want to go by just like wrestling, and yeah, definitely. And titles and awards, yeah, absolutely. 
Right, and it's because you know, like I, I was trying to sit there. How and think many about... fa- how many factions have had each guy win a world title? Well, that, like okay, so, so that was that was going to be my number one point. Like you know, we 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 love the four horsemen. Um, you know, I think we're both partial to the early stages of the NWO, not the latter stages. Um, you know, look at DX. You, I mean, you know, Heart just, Foundation. Just, like keep going. Right, just just pick one. Mm-hmm. Where they're, you know, Heart Foundation, you know, was mainly two guys, and granted, you know, Owen, you know, uh, swapped in when, you know, Brett was on a solo run. And, uh, well, even like the 97 group itself, they all didn't go to that success either, you know? So. Right. And, and the Horsemen, it was always Flair with the big boy belt, and the other guys, you know, had, sure, they had, you know, the world tag team titles, mm-hmm. but it was either the world TV title or the United States title. It was like Tully Blanchard for as good as he was, never world champion. And you know, like I always said to the past couple of years that like Seth Rollins is the best wrestler of that group. Moxley's making his way up there. It's like a one, a one B type thing. In my, just my opinion, like I think that Seth Rollins is still the better, like in ring technician, but I'm going to pay my money to see John Moxley. If I'm paying a ticket, if I had to pick somebody, <laughs> And and next week when I'm plunking down forty nine dollars or fifty nine dollars for a pay per view, it's to see John Moxley. It's not to see Seth yeah. Rollins. Uh, I guess it was close. I guess it was closed for uh, Jericho. He was a close second to Moxley. He's in the top five, I think. So yeah, I, I haven't. Um, I I don't know. Since Jericho's I'm going on vacation, I should. Too. He's had a hell of a year. Since I'm going on a vacation, I need something to read. I should probably download the digital copy just to have something to read on while I'm sitting on the beach, staring at the ocean, doing nothing. Um, Shout out to show favorites. I saw they made the made the list. Casanova, Valentine, Alice Cologne, a couple of the guests we've had on here. So good for yep. those guys. Yep, I saw my boy uh, Austin Aries, or not Austin Aries, Ace Austin. Good gravy. Punch me in the junk next time you see me for doing that, Adam. Um, Ace Austin, uh, I think, was up to 94, which super dope. Um, we need to start a petition now to get our boy Aaron Williams on there for next year. Man, and, uh, and, and, and uh, you know, we talk about, you know, my love for IWTV or, you know, IWTV.live. Um, Number 500, Dan the Dad. And if you have ITV, you can see several Dan the Dad matches. And he is a funny, but not funny at his expense, wrestler. Uh, so absolutely <laughs> worth it. Dan Housen made it too. Good for him. Yep. And uh, so so lots of good things. And, and you know, the, the PWI 500 is always well worth just looking at um, and just, you know, treat everything as, but as look if at it that, is though. kayfabe. Like, the last 10 years now, okay, it's mainly been WWE guys as number one. But, like, look at it now. You got Moxie from AEW did it. You had AJ from Impact do it. WWE is not the thing in the wrestling biz anymore. That no, it once of course, was. you had Okada and Omega, you know, yeah. at various times. So, um, you know, I, I, I do... You know, appreciate that they keep it kayfabe and treat wrestling as wrestling and, you know, as the mm-hmm. sport of wrestling um, where wins and losses matter and, and what you do for the calendar year matter. So I, I absolutely appreciate that. Uh, and in and, and typical Hunter fashion, we're just going to bounce all over the place. 
Um, you know, since we are still in the pandemic and their college football is being canceled left and right, um, last night would have been college football, but there's none. Um, the guys in the NBA and NHL doing the right thing and bringing some social awareness out left me pretty much no choice but to other than to actually watch and pay attention to SmackDown. And I will give SmackDown credit last night. They delivered spots that they intended to be funny were actually fucking funny. And so like overall, I think the show was very good, but um, one of the running themes throughout the show was that uh, scrap daddy, Adam Pierce, now just office man, Adam Pierce uh, was ordered by Vince to get signatures from, you know, Bray Wyatt, Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns for the triple threat match um, tomorrow on payback, which we'll get to. And, of course, the last person he's going to is Roman, and Roman's like, you know what, let me sit down and read this. And so they play this out over the next, you know, 10, 15 minutes. And Roman signs the contract and says, you know, I, I forget the exact words, but he ends it with the tagline of, that's not a prediction, that's a spoiler. The camera pulls out, and there's Paul Heyman looking at Roman like I look at a plate of hot chicken wings. Um, just in love and and Adam and I, you know, I immediately texted Adam. I think this is a fantastic move and I am absolutely looking forward to this. And, and I think um, that Paul Heyman would, would be a great mouthpiece for Roman. And, and, you know, to be fair, Roman hasn't struggled. He's, 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 just, he's, he's, he's read the lines that he's been given. So, you know, yeah. I, I, you know, at least with Paul, he'll get a little bit more leeway. And I think if, he actually gets a chance to sit down and truly wants to learn from Paul Heyman. I think that that's a fantastic speaker to learn from. So, damn it, Vince, you got me in. Yeah, I was reading just, you know, into it more because I'm a psycho. I guess that was all a Bruce Pritchard thing. So I know I bash, we both bash Brother Love a lot on that one, but mm-hmm. good save on that one. Yeah, so, so my question, uh, follow-up question for you, Adam, is, is is a is this a heel turn and b is it a heel turn because in vince mcmahon's eyes roman reigns turned his back on the fans because he's immune compromised and doesn't want to be get sick with covid both <laughs> no but more of your <laughs> more of your second one i think vince was pissed that roman left wrestlemania which I don't blame Roman Reigns at all. That dude had fucking leukemia twice. Like I don't blame him for whatsoever for taking care of his body. And he just had an, he just had a baby at that time, if I'm not mistaken. So I think he's treating it as like as a punishment slash let's try it. But giving him the Paul Heyman thing actually gets people excited. People fans love Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman is the best promo guy WWE has. <laughs> and he's not even a wrestler. Right. Um like I told you last night, I think it was, if I if he if Paul Heyman can't get over Roman Reigns, it's a lost cause at this point. You know? Turn yeah. him full fledged heel. Have him cheat to win because oh, I know we're gonna get there, but like you gotta make him heal. They boo him anyways. Give him something of reason to boo more. Yep. Absolutely, 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 absolutely. I, I, I'm. Change his gear, though. Please change his gear. Change his gear and don't give him the same fucking music. 
Get out please. of the fucking SWAT uniform, you idiot. <laughs> well, again, that that's not that's not his choice. That, that I know, that's, but that's somebody else's choice. Get rid of the the, the get rid of the da na na na. Get rid of that music. Mm-hmm. Please bring back Jim Johnston to make some damn tracks for these guys. Him and Keith Lee, for God's sakes. And yeah, make them full fledged heel. Make them like hate him. He needs to be that heel. You want to hate him. Yep. It's not hard. He's already halfway there. It's not hard. Yeah, I'm just saying he gets booed already. So yes, he's yeah. he, he's more than halfway there. Alrighty, let's uh let's hop back in the time machine and go back to last Saturday. And Adam, I'm pretty certain I said this on our show that the TNT Championship needs to be defended and change hands on a TNT episode. And boy, howdy, did we get that? Very quickly, we got that. <laughs> Brody Lee just, and, and and I can't think of a bigger word than decimated, and, and I'm sure there's probably decimated, annihilated, whatever. Cody Rhodes, and it was perfect. It was awesome, and I couldn't love how they did it any more than I do. Um, so good job on everybody involved, creative on down. You, you you gave a whiny-ass wrestling nerd exactly what I wanted, so thank you. Does Cord- does Cardona beat him at some point, do you think? Is Cardona going to be the one to beat him? Man, man our, our, our spray tan messiah is looking fucking jacked. Like, I... Like I mean, he looked like he like he got bigger from the last time he was on TV. Um, yeah, I what I think is gonna happen, or what I could see happening, and, and I I think my answer to your ultimately my answer to your question is no. But I I think at first we're gonna get Dustin trying to avenge Cody. Um, so I, don't yeah yeah. I, I know. So I I don't know yeah. if we're gonna get that at, at all out. You know, next week. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, man, I, oof, boy, it's, it's, it's gonna be, I, I, just, I, I would, I'm on, you know, I, I think, you know, I think as those of you who have listened to our show long enough know that I'm more of a Matt Cardona fan is than Adam, but I, I, I just, I don't know if I see that. Would I be down with it? Absolutely. Um, no, I think Brody's gonna hold it for a while. Yeah, I just, just go I, with this gimmick that he's doing. You know, yep. so, so he's the I, boss I mean, of the TV is what he's gonna do. You know, so right. So man, I I can see. I mean, sure, could could I see you know Matt Cardona winning it in you know two months? Sure, but could I see Brody Lee holding it until you know full gear? And, and you know, well, I was going to say like months. revolution, <laughs> or, or going to say even longer. Yeah, I mean, even up till you know, double or nothing in, in May of next year. I I absolutely could see that. Um, just totally depends on the story they want to tell. One more um, tidbit from Saturday: uh, Sammy Guevara's head. Just one more tidbit. From <laughs> well, I believe. <laughs> Um, they didn't, they didn't do it on BTE this week, but, uh, you know, I think it was maybe the week before, you know, Matt talked about giving him a receipt and, and they didn't, you know, go into the Woken universe and explain what receipt means in the wrestling business. But, um, oh, it, it was, it was, it was good enough. 
Uh, it so, was gnarly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so later in the evening, roughly around the same time, you know, I, I, I had to have both, eye, you know, one eye on one device and one eye on the other device as TakeOver 30 kicked off. Um, again, I'm just going to go through these real quick because I feel like we got a lot to go to and, and, and just. We got two cards to pick. Yeah. And, and, and two cards to recap. Uh, so just uh, TakeOver 30 started off with Finn Balor defeating Timothy Thatcher. Um, no surprise, slow, but slow, a slow, grimy, gritty match. But I, I, I was okay with that, man. I'm, I'm giving that. I like Thatcher. Thatcher's really good, though. Yep. Uh, right after that, we got the North American title five-way ladder match uh, where Damian Priest defeated Bronson Reed, Cameron Grimes, yeah, Johnny Gargano, yeah. and the other guy. And uh, I was texting Adam during the show like, man, damn it, I hate Johnny Gargano. Fuck, his Candace so damn good. Um, it, it's just Candace LeRae, I don't think, ever gets enough credit. And, and she just, she added that that match in a way she absolutely should have, made me angry and, and made me happy when Gargano didn't win. And boy, did they, they fucking booned me because I thought my man Cameron Grimes had it. <laughs> and, and he did not have it. Oh, well. Uh, right after that, I think we got the match uh, Adam said he was looking most forward to as Adam Cole defeats Pat McAfee, uh, who was accompanied <laughs> by AJ Hawk, Darius Butler, Nick Maldonado, or Marinado, whatever his name is. And then um, uh, we got our spot in the match that I think we all felt was coming uh, as the Undisputed Era comes out to to. I don't know, cause a distraction and, you know, get in the faces of AJ, Darius, and Nick, and all the guys are sitting there arguing, blah, 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 and all of a sudden there comes Pat McAfee just bombing himself off the top and taking out everybody. Um, Can we please have an NFL NXT War Games? For God's sake, please do it. Please. There's um, enough NFL I, retired guys you could do it with. There's plenty. Yeah, and, and I think I said if Adam Cole drags anything out of Pat McAfee above three stars, that Adam Cole deserves to be my wrestler of the year, and I think Pat McAfee surprised the fuck out of yeah. a lot of Pat McAfee yeah. actually worked his ass off. Um, Should a Cole yeah. be considered for that PWI? Should he have been considered, you think? Uh, he sent out a tweet that said he was number two, I okay. think. Yeah. And yeah, if Adam Cole finished second place, I ha- again keeping it kayfabe, I got zero problems with that. Um, champion for the entire year, you know. Not classic many bullshit finishes. Like right. <laughs> yeah, no bullshit finishes. So yeah, if Adam Cole legitimately finished number two, I got no problem with that. Uh, next up, we had Io Shirai defeating Dakota Kai and Raquel. Well, defeating Dakota Kai, who was accompanied by Raquel Gonzalez. Um, uh, you know, again, uh, uh, this match pretty much went as went as I felt it should be. Uh, again, fun match, good match. You know, not not a five star or an A plus classic, but still good, 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 good stuff. Um, it'd be interesting to see uh, post match. We saw. Uh, um, God bless Rhea Ripley come out and um, I, I'm here for Rhea Ripley and Io Shirai over and over and over and over again. Oh yeah. And for in the sure. match that uh, I, I'm going to guess Adam liked a lot more than me. I just I thought it was a bit clunky at times and 
We understand why after a bit. Uh, but Karrion Cross defeats Keith Lee to win the NXT title. And during the course of the match, appears to have either pulled or separated his shoulder, done something really bad. And now did they have... say when he did it? I didn't catch it because he kind of just muscled through it. Like I didn't really right. See and when like he did so it. that's like you know that's the point. And I and and you know I guess I, I I don't know when, but you know it was a nearly a 22 minute match. And um, like to me, I don't think showed any signs of it. And you know. To be honest, that, I, that's a tough know, SOB right there. Then, <laughs> yeah, and then you know, same. You know, I I talked to Adam, and you know, same thing that um, Finn Balor did in his you know the inaugural Universal Title match, um, and I just thought it was Finn selling his shoulder really, really well. <laughs> and of course, it turns out you know he had separated it. Yeah. Um, so it sounds like we're going to be um, um, not seeing carrying Cross for a while, and. And I think actually Karrion Cross is probably done in NXT, and whenever he comes back, um, it's going to be on Raw or SmackDown. Oh, cough, cough, Royal Rumble. <laughs> cough, cough. Man, can he come back in five months? So just a shoulder separation? Yeah, that dude's a. Freak. I mean, it felt like it took Finn forever. <laughs> what? But you're For Finn tore like, Finn tore his rotator cuff though. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Um. I think Cross. I don't think he nicked anything when he separated it. Okay. Which well, if he didn't, still, good. That's a lot of re, it's a lot of rehab, though. So right. No, I'm saying you won't see him to winter, but I'm just saying that's a good number thirty. Just thinking. Well, twenty-seven appears to be the number, so come in at twenty-seven, and I'd be I'd be all right with that. Don't have to win, but you know, debut. Debut and look strong. God damn it. Yep. Uh, following night, we had SummerSlam. Uh, uh Ugh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this quickly. <laughs> boy, was this show just hit or miss. Yeah. Um, show opened with uh, Bailey defeating Asuka to retain her title. Um, uh, Next. I know, I know I'm a bigger fan of Bailey than, than Adam, but I thought this match was good. Uh, it's a match, if you watch it, you're not going to regret watching it. Um, continue the story that we'll we'll get to here uh, later on down the line. Uh, next up was the Street Profits defeating Andrade and Angel Garza in a match that was that was just... good. That was good. Oh, see, I think that match was just there. Really? Yeah, like it was. It, it was just there. But you know, Adam and I have talked on show, off show. Montez Ford is a freaking. St- Star, and he's got to break away from. We yeah, we know when when that breakup inevitably happens. Who's the genetti in this relationship? Um, <laughs> That's the best way to put it. <laughs> uh, after that, um, wasn't a classic by any stretch of the imagination, but told a good story. And, and you know, you can you can pass off you know some of the sloppiness as just being angry and raging. As Mandy Rose defeats Sonya Deville to give Sonya Deville some time off um, that she richly, richly needs and deserves at this point, so she can take care of some things in the personal life. Um, and you know, now we just get to wait to see how they bring her back when she's ready to come back. Um, after that, in in the least shocking bit of news, just because I just I found this fascinating. Because it feels like, you know, Seth is Triple H's guy, even though, you know, 
Triple H doesn't have much say in the main shows. Seth Rollins in the longest match of the night, a la, a la Triple H, uh, defeats Dominic Mysterio, and, and I'm going to equate this one to a, a to a soccer match. It was about 23 minutes long, but boy, did it feel like there was only like eight minutes of action, um, just because of all the bells and whistles they put in there to to try to, um, I don't want to say cover for Dominic's lack of ability because the kid seems pretty good, and we talked about who his trainers were last it, week. So Dominic did fine overall. Like it wasn't a stinker by any means. Right. I mean, it no, absolutely, no, absolutely. People not. forget Dominic's only like nineteen or twenty years old too. Like right. it's it, and Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy, God bless them, they made it like a million bucks on some of those spots. You know, yep. so. Dominic's still mm. learning, guys. He'll be at the PC for the next five years here coming soon. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Will he be? Out? Oh, boy. Boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Okay. Uh, after that, we had the Raw Women's Championship match as Asuka defeated Sasha to become the new Raw Women's Champion. That one was and, worse than the Bailey one. Yeah, but this one, again, told the story that it needed to tell. And, um, you know, jumping forward to SmackDown, uh, Last night, there was a, a line from Bailey that Bailey delivered to Big E, telling Big E that he can only do good in tag team matches. And then <laughs> Big E and Heavy Machine are just kind of stare at Sasha Banks like, but 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 you you just slammed your friend right in front of your friend. Um, I don't know, man. Told told the story and, and was just it it I. I, I, I like just laying the seeds for mania. Just laying yep. the seeds and, and that's for all it's doing. Yep. Planting the seeds for probably what's about to happen tomorrow night. Um, I would be shocked if it doesn't happen tomorrow night, but anyway, uh, up next was for me, the match of the show, Drew McIntyre defeating Randy Orton in a, in a finish that became like, felt like, you know, no, no pun intended came out of nowhere. Um, Orton loses on a backslide to Drew McIntyre and, you know, come Monday night proceeds to punt him like 14 times and Drew McIntyre <laughs> just keeps getting up. And I, don't, I haven't even looked at the payback card, to be honest with you, to know if we're getting a follow up to that, but we'll find uh, out. No, we're, get, we're getting uh, Keith and Randy. Spoiler, oh, spo- yes. spoiler alert. Sorry. Right. No, we'll get there. And then we hit the main event of the show. Oh God! And <laughs> uh, we have said it time and time again, and and I think Adam and I both agree. I love Bray Wyatt, but fuck, dude, are the Fiend matches just? Is it his fault though? Like, is it all Bray's fault? Is the problem like that? I don't know, man. Like, it just. Like I, I, I think they're doing like they want him to do these. Like they're making him act that way on purpose, and it's shitty though. It's not. It's not. People aren't reacting to it. Yeah, uh, man. So you can give this match an F. You can give it one star, and and that would be being generous. Um, does anyway, he just need to go back to being Bray Wyatt, like the Swamp Man? I man, I don't know. I, I, I. It's one of those ones, Adam. I don't know, and I don't know if I can be bothered to care. Um, it's just, it, it's just, uh, it's just, it's frustrating. If you have a spoiler alert for what's about to happen, why did you have somebody come back? Right. And have Bray. 
Fast forward. You Ray wins the match, guys. Okay. Spoiler alert. Right. Ray wins the match. If you had Roman Reigns coming back at the end, like you do, like like what happens? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you just save it? Why wouldn't you just have Braun? You know Roman's probably gonna win tomorrow. Why would you give Bray the belt for a week to drop it to Roman? Because Vince doesn't want Braun Strowman looking weak and taking the pin. He took the pin? Yes, last weekend. Right, but it was a bunch of bullshit and shenanigans. And this time it'll be Bray eating a Superman punch or spear, flat on his back, one, two, three, middle of the ring, clean as a whistle. That saves it for Goldberg at Survivor Series. Pass. Book it. Book it. It's pass, gonna happen. You know, I, I told you that the other day. It's gonna happen. Like, Roman's got to gotta beat Goldberg. <laughs> it can still happen, but pass, pass, pass. Oh, it's gonna be awful, but you know. <sighs> All right. All right. So we're gonna jump to earlier this morning in Tokyo, Japan, at Mihei yes. Jingu Stadium. Um, judging by the sound of Adam's voice, he's read up and he's ready to go. Um, just going to hit on a few matches here real quick. Uh, for the never openweight title, Minoru Suzuki defeats Shingo Tagagi to become the new openweight champion. Great match. I actually, you know, Pen 10 bootlegged this card and oh. I watched it. Oh, just fucking fun. Just brawling match. Physical oh, yeah. dudes just beating the piss out of each other. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title, Taiji Ishimori defeats Hiromu Takahashi. Sad face, sad face, sad face. <laughs> Still a good match, uh, though. Yep. Uh, to become the new uh, Junior Heavyweight Champion for the second time. Um, yeah, man, just a bummer of a match, but uh, again, another banger between those two. And, and New Japan's been kind of shitty lately, so they definitely turned it around with this Boy, card. yeah, this... this yeah, they um, they've been hit or miss um, on a lot of things, and today for me this was a, a this was a hit. Um, IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Titles: uh, Tai Chi, Zack Saber, the Dangerous Techers defeat Golden Ace of Hiroshi Tanahashi and Kodobushi to retain the tag titles. Um, again, good match. Not you know. I, I was really hoping for Tanahashi and Nabushi on that one. But, yeah, um, not a um, not one I'd go ahead and, and, and recommend. Don't watching, go out of your way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, I will say don't go out of your way to see the main event. But, Adam, tell me about the main event of the show. The king is back. He's back. Everyone bend the knee to my boy. Nato, Naito, however you yep. want to say it. Tetsuya Naito defeats Evil to once again become match the... was freaking terrible, but it's oh, okay. yeah. To become Those the two dual do champion. not mesh well together. Oh my god. Yeah, man. And, and I is it and bad? I know... I'm not an Evil fan. Is that bad? Like I don't really not a huge fan, to be honest with you. It's it's boy, man. I like this. This one is just. It is. It's tough. We all know though, Naito's just gonna lose it at Wrestle Kingdom. So let's just pick the next guy to beat him. <laughs> well, to me, it's got to be Okada again. But I, I, Okada only wants the heavyweight title. He doesn't want the Intercontinental title. So I, I it's a de- that's a downgrade to him. Right, and so, he's right. Like it is. <laughs> right. Um. So I, I I don't know, man. I, What's the deal with Mox in New Japan? Can he, are you is he allowed to go to Japan? 
Well, he could go to Japan, but he's going to have to stay in quarantine for two weeks. He's, he's U.S. champion, correct? For New Japan uh, still? I, as far as I know, he still is, because on um, there's the... the, the the show that they've been putting on, you know, on, on, you know, new Japan world TV of, um, new Japan strong. And, um, it's, it's, it's there. Um, so he has to go there. It's everybody. No, but it's, no, it's everybody who's based in the U S. Yeah. Um, so like next week, I'm looking forward to it as I'll get out. Jay white is taking on flip Gordon in the main event of new Japan strong. That'd be good. Um, so, uh, as of right now, Mox is still the champ and they just had their tournament, um, to basically crown, you know, the number one contender for the U S title, um, that, um, Kenta won. Um, so Kenta is still around and still here in the United States and, and you know, hasn't been able to head back home just yet. Um, so can they put on a show here? Do they have enough U.S. based talent to put on a show? Oh, absolutely. Like Cobb, I'm guessing. Yeah, guys. Um, yeah. like on last night's show, um, it you know it, it's it's a lot of you know it was a lot of Ring Honor Ring of Honor guys, um, but it was Chase Owen, PJ Black, ACH, TJP, um, you know, well, Blake Christensen, who I've talked about, or Christian, not Christensen, Christian. Um, who's putting on some bangers in, in GCW. And it's just a bunch of the guys that are also in the new Japan USA dojo. Um, so, you know, it's, it's there, there's plenty of talent. It's, I mean, it's a, it's only an hour long show each and every week. But um, like a main event and put on for a half hour, like a main event though. Right. Like last night, the main event was, you know, I think it was, it was a 15 minute match. Yeah. Um, Kent and Mox don't need too long. They'll beat the shit out of each other for 10 minutes and you got a winner. Right. But, so, um, I mean, so if Mox went to Japan, he has to quarantine there first for two weeks and then go to the show. Right. And then come back and quarantine again. <laughs> right. Right. So like, so they, um, they just, like I say, they just did the new Japan cup USA, um, which was for, you know, much like the briefcase for, um, Wrestle Kingdom, this was for the briefcase to be the number one contender for the U.S. title. And uh, Kenta defeated David Finley in the final, you know, right at the, right at their perfect time limit. It was a 15-minute main event match, and, and it was perfect. Oh, um, Kenta, Kenta's definitely getting that belt. That, that, that's a guarantee. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> you know, there, there's Kenta here. There's David Finley there. There's Brody King, Flip Gordon, like I talked about, J, you yeah. know, Jay White. Um, so for it, for it being an hour-long show every single solitary week, it, it's it's good stuff um and and you know um it you know you're you're not gonna sit there and write home and say you must watch this show <laughs> mm-hmm. but you know for having all the u.s based guys it, it's a way to keep them active and you know a way for you know new japan to to you know put some strong footing here in the u.s even more um so i'm all for it if you if you have you know new japan world absolutely take a look um because to me, it's, it's, it's well worth watching. Um, but yes, Tetsuya Naito, once again, dual champion. And to, to really get back to your question, um, I think Evil is is okay. He can go out and he can get you a, a four-star match. And, and, and I think that's his ceiling. And it, and it's funny because you have a group 
the, you know, he was, you know, he obviously left, you know, Los Ingobernables, but you had a group where Tetsuya Naito, um, again, don't speak a word of Japanese, but Tetsuya Naito seems to pretty much ooze charisma to me. You have Hiromu Takahashi, who is just fucking crazy ass and exudes charisma without you having to know a word of Japanese. You have uh, Shingo Tagagi, just a badass, and who you just want to see fight. And then you have Sonata and Evil, who just don't really say a word, don't really do anything that'll make you go, wow. Um, Sonata is, to me, way better in-ring than Evil is. But for some reason, New Japan just doesn't want to do anything with Sonata other than have him be just a guy. But Sonata can go out there and hook up with Okada and give you a five-star match. Hook up with Tanahashi and give you a five-star match. And <laughs> Evil is Evil to me is he's just a guy, and you know I, I you know if, if you know. Apparently, a lot of people, when he turned heel, you know, pointed out that Uncle Dave had said New Japan was really invested in and in, in, in evil. So, you know, keep an eye on him for, you know, 2020. And um, Uncle Dave, obviously, you know, is in good with people in New Japan and, uh, you know, has some good sources there. And, and look what happened. Um, I don't think he was made champion just because of the, you know, COVID and there's nothing else to do. Um, I think it was trying to inject some life in Bullet Club because your all your biggest Bullet Club stars are over here. Um, but it, it, it the, his reign was just a dud. I mean, he he drugged down Hiromu Takahashi to a three star match at best. And like, that's not even, you know, and sadly enough, you could sit there and say, that's, that's a top 20 match for evil. That's not even a top 25, top 30, top 40 match <coughs> in, in these, you know, realm of Hiromu Takahashi. So, um, yeah, glad it's over, you know, I, you know, looking forward to seeing what the next steps are. I know G1, um, they're, they're, they're still planning full steam ahead. Uh, um, on G1 starting, um, uh, shoot, hold on one second. I just had it up. Um, on September 18th is when it starts. Um, and as of, as of right now, it's all pretty much, uh, Japanese based guys. So we'll have to see if, you know, there, there's, there's, there is that two week window there where Jay White, Chase Owens, Zack Sabre Jr., um, I know he's not your favorite, but Juice Robinson, all those guys could get over there quarantined for two weeks, but then that means that they're there for like a month, month yeah. and a half actually. Um, and, and I know at one point Will was wanting to move over there. Um, so we'll see what happens, but there's, there's still plenty of time for all those guys to get over there. If, if new Japan really wants to, and, um, and you know, pad the the g1 tournament because right now if it's just all japanese based or japan based guys um it's gonna be lean but i have faith in new japan 
because they always deliver. All right, let's hop to next Sunday uh, as WWE presents Payback. Um, yeah, pretty much. Um, I'm so mean. I'm sorry. I'm so mean. But, I mean, okay, let's just go through the card and tell me which one you're looking forward to. All right, hit me. Murphy and Rollins versus Mysterio and Mysterio. Yes. You're actually just looking for the, forward? Just for the storytelling. Just so it can end. Let's put it that way. Okay, well, we know it won't, but okay. Um, <laughs> singles match, your boy King Boring versus Matt Riddle. No. <laughs> A women's tag team match: Bailey and Sasha versus Nia and Shayna. Okay, that means no, but to me it's a yes because I want to see how they finished up. They have to finish up the heel turn, or, or Sasha. It's never going to happen. Like, boy, why do I get that feeling? Like yeah. they're just going to make Sasha be just the biggest dope in the entire world, and they're never going to. Because they're going to drag it to Mania, brother. It's going to have, like, Bailey Eliminator at Rumble. Then you finally have it or something. Like, <laughs> Yeah, man. I don't know. Um, but um, I just <laughs> – we know about Nia and, and, and Shayna still rough around the edges at some points. But They're going to win, though. They're absolutely yeah. going to win. <laughs> it's going to be terrible, but I'm looking forward to it. They're going to be the worst champions in history, but it's fine. Whatever. Um, you had mentioned it earlier, Randy Orton versus Keith Lee. I actually say I'm looking yes. forward to this one. Yeah. 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 Until Randy punts his head off and then Keith Lee's ruined. But anyway. <laughs> well. <laughs> Keith Lee's already ruined that outfit and his music. But anywho. The music doesn't bother me nearly as much as the outfit does. The shorts or whatever they are. The skirt. The skirt. Yeah. I, yeah. I, uh, what was wrong with what he was? Like, I don't understand. Because <laughs> he's he's he's. He's fat. Like what? I mean, <laughs> until you see him move, you don't. And realize... did you notice he's now the limit, the limitless one? He's not just limitless anymore. It's like, why do we have to add that? We already have a phenomenal one and all that shit. Because it's ones. Vince and and limitless Keith Lee isn't Vince's idea, but the limitless one is Vince's idea. What is he? What is he just going to be Keith? Is the question. <sighs> Boy. Yeah. United States title match, Paulo Cruz defends against Bobby Lashley. Nope. Yep, thumbs down, but Lashley's winning. And we talked about it already, the triple threat title for the universal title. No holds barred. Even though oh, triple threat matches are already... But there's no DQ of those anyways. <laughs> right, so it's like, what the fuck, man? Um, All right, hold me to this, HD. Is, there any, is that the main event? Is that the last one? That's the last one listed on, on the cage match rundown. So this I, is going to be the worst pay-per-view of 2020 so far. Yeah, man. Like there, there are, there's Hold one match. <laughs> there's, there's one match I'm looking forward to for actual in-ring work. Yeah. There's one match I'm looking forward to. For story. They're, they're telling stories. Yeah. And then boy, I, 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 I'm I'm at that point where I could care less about the Mysterios versus the Messiah. I like Matt Riddle, but you know King Corbin does nothing for me. That's a dumb love Apollo it's stupid. Right. I love Apollo Crews, but same thing, this is just dumb. And yeah, we've talked about the main event already ad nauseum and I don't want to talk about it anymore. 
I think it really could be the worst. That's sad for me to say, but like, and there's been some stinkers this year. Like, this may be the worst. Yep. All right, and then let's try to head to something that I'm hoping will be a little bit more fun. Um, next Sunday, September 5th on Fight TV or BR Live, whatever service you get. Uh, we're going to get All Out 2020. Uh, once again, we're going to have a Casino Battle Royale. Um, there's a lot of people missing, and unfortunately, with us not being able to do a show next week, we won't be able to follow up on this one. Um, I hope Darby Allen wins it, though. Fingers crossed. Yeah, man. Do I? I, I feel the same way, but man, I'm I just, think it's I'm not. Just not... It's gonna be like Cage or somebody, though. Like, <laughs> yeah. Why does it feel like Cage or Lance Archer wins this this time? Oh, damn yeah. it! Archer's a got to good pick. Yeah. Um, so, so, but we'll see. Um, I mean, the, the, is it, the, is first it the one, same rules? Like you come in in groups or whatever. Is it the same rule as the other well, battle, casino yeah, battle royals? This, yeah, this isn't the you know the ladder battle royal. This is just a battle royal. Yeah. Um, so I would assume that they did they do it in, in waves again. So you know they they don't get you know sued by WWE for copying Royal Rumble. Any um, debuts? Boy, and, and here's where man, I I I'm a hypocrite on a few things. But would I fucking love to see Marty Skrull come out as number twenty-one? If 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 he's no longer in Ring of Honor, and I and I know that that's sketchy as fuck. But, but I, what I he will... did wasn't as close to anything that some people who are still working for some companies have done. Correct. And, so and, I don't want to say what I'm not going to dive we've dove into the subject deep enough. We're not right. diving into it again. And, and and is it skeevy and makes me my skin crawl just a bit? Of course. But I uh, fuck man. But I'm pretty sure you again Marty made a statement like, "Hey, I fucked up, but this was a." I don't want to get into it, but look it up. Right. Look it up. Right. It, and, and, and nothing illegal, nothing illegal, just very fucking sketchy. It's just funny that James loves a job in Ring of Honor, but Mario's Mario Squirrel doesn't. Yeah. Anyway. anyway, anyway. Google it, people. <laughs> yep. Um, that would be announced? cool. I agree. That would be cool. Very cool. Uh, Eight-man tag team match. Uh, Colt Cabana in the Dark Order. Uh, against Matt Cardona, Scorpio Sky, and the Natural Nightmares. The match um, might be fun. Like, it's just good. I don't know. <laughs> this is a Matt Cardona show is what that match is. But, see, like, man, okay, so Colt Cabana, uh, I, I enjoy Colt. Colt's, Colt is good in ring, and he, and he brings the fun. Does um, he turn on the Dark Order here? Uh, I don't know, man. Evil Uno, pass. Grayson, I like Grayson. I like Brody Lee, obviously. I like Matt Cardona. I like Scorpio Sky. <sighs> Dustin and QT just kind of on the that's bin. That's such a bad tag team. Oh my right. god! And it, it's yeah, awful. It, it, it just goes in the bin with Evil Uno. Yeah. Like I just, I, they don't do anything for me. You know what's funny? When they first came out, when it was just Evil Uno and uh, Stu Grayson, right? If I'm saying yep. that right, yep. they were a decent tag team. Like they were fine together. But then they added all the other shit to it, and it just got way right. worse. They were fine as a tag team; they were great, having good. Yeah. They were having good matches. They were having yeah, very no, good matches. Um, you know, if if you can find them on the interwebs anywhere, if you can see any Super Smash Brothers stuff from from Canada, um, check it out because those two those two are good. 
Um, and they haven't been on a match in ages. Right. Um, so we'll see there. But um, I don't know. Just car crash. Brody Lee is going to beat the fuck out of Dustin in this match somehow or something. And yep. and and that's how it'll end. Um, and, and one I'm really looking forward to uh, for the AEW Women's World title, Karushita defends against Thunder Rosa. And yeah, that surprised me. I love that. Yeah, and, and if this means AEW is working, you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge with the NWA, I'm all for it. Um, you think Khan buys them out? No, man. No, 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 man. No. Uh, I don't think because I don't think Billy wants to sell. Um, I, I think I, you know, is I he having I, shows though? Is he trying to put on shows still? No, but I think he's pretty much said, you know, like we're, you know, we're punting on 2020. We're gonna, you know, try yeah. 2021. Nick Aldis um, would be the longest champion ever with time he goes have another show. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> um, but, man, I, I and I know it won't happen, but it would just be, like, I'd be so happy for Thunder Rosa if she won yeah. and was a dual champion. But it obviously it's not, not going to happen. No. Right? It would be a really good match. It could be a show stealer. Yep. So just, you know, uh, you know, I think you put the word in my head now. Showcase. Like, I think this will be a good showcase for Thunder Rosa and Hukaru Ishida. And so just, like... Like my only hope for this match is just be good. Um, get Don't a good go sl- too long. Don't go too long. Well, no, it's it's for me. It's just put them in a good slot on the show. Co-main. Uh, it, but it depends where they go. Man. Or like, could it if, open? Could it open the show? You know, it's going to be the Battle Royal. But like, I think it'd be a good opener. No, to me, like I think right after the Battle Royal. Well, well, I guess it depends off somebody debuts. Um, I don't know. Put it on after the eight-man tag match, and everyone's just like, "Oh, what the fuck was that?" Put it right yeah. on after that, and then, yeah. and then I think you have a chance to not only excel but get get. I think that eight-man tag would be my pee break. That'd be my pee break match. Yeah. Well, I'll be asleep after driving for like fourteen hours, so I don't know why I'm buying this because I'll be asleep through half of it. Uh, you get it for twenty-four AEW, hours, though. <laughs> uh, well, I know. Uh, for the AEW World Tag Team Titles, uh, Adam Page and Kenny Omega defends against FTR. And boy, oh boy, am I looking forward to this one for not only entering, but to see, you know, the fucking tell me stories. Um, what stories will we get? Um, Young just, Bucks will cost them the match. And, God, see, this is so multi-layered, man. You know, we've, we've been at this for almost 50 minutes, and I, I could go probably 50 minutes on this match alone. Um, I just, uh, you know, we, we talked about it last week. You know, I, I, I feel this is absolutely Paige thinking he's going to be buddy, buddy with, with, with FTR and they've just been using him, getting in his head this entire time. And it's, and it's Kenny that turns on Adam and Adam loses. And but what, but, where do they go from there though? Like he joins oh, them oh, or oh, just, I'm ready. Or I'm Kenny, ready to go. Oh no. Okay. Uh, so Kenny joins FTR or, or Tully's group, whatever. And and I, and I know we, we've talked about it before, how I just irrationally love Adam Page. But we get a true solo Adam Page. He's not friends with Kenny. He's obviously out of the elite. We get a redemption story, you know, or a story being told of, you know, how he's just... He's caught between his friends, the Bucks, and people who he thought were his friends in FTR. And he, and he didn't want to have to fight his friends again, so he, read, he would rather fight FTR than fight his friends again. Um and then eventually, you know, this will lead to FTR versus the Bucks tag match 
man, I don't know. Again, revolution. It, it is. It's. I don't know if that's too far away or, or full gear. And Paige comes out and and saves or helps the young bucks win the tag titles and and everything is good and he's back in the elite and blah 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 blah. Could they just you know I like I like the Kenny Omega turn too. I think I picked that months ago. But like, could they keep it simple and just keep Paige the heel though and just go with Tully? Could they keep it that way? They they oh absolutely they could. Um, I just I. I don't know. I, I think I fantasy booked that out in my head. And, yeah. Because it's, that, cause it's your my... <laughs> way sounds better. It sounds better, but. But we'll see. Because I, yeah. you know, AEW so far, you know, you know, we we've talked about it many many times before. If it's if you know, if it's the men division and doesn't involve the Dark Order, they've been pretty good at you know, you know entering action and telling the stories and all that good stuff. But they um, may so... have salvaged the Dark Order. I know we're going back to that with the Cody thing last week, but you know. Oh, that that yes, and so that's why I think they have to win the eight, you know, eight man tag match, and and you know, and, and you know have Evil and Uno go on a bit of a or not Evil and um, Uno and Grayson go on a bit of a run, um, you know, just like that. That's the catalyst to really make the Dark Order seem like a bunch of badasses. Here's what I don't want with this FTR match going flip flop here. I don't want to see, like, Hangman just fuck around the whole time. You're going to see a lot of two-on-one. Hangman's not going to know what to do and shit. And I just, oh, that's, I, I don't want that for that's a half absolutely. hour. Like, you know what I mean? Well, it may not be a half hour, but we're going to get that for 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, it's going to be Kitty Omega versus FTR is what it's going to be. <laughs> pretty much. Right. Um, and but still could be good by itself. That could be fine the way it is. Yeah. But... And um, I, I don't even know if I'm looking forward to this, but boys, my curiosity peaked. The Mimosa Mayhem match as Chris Jericho takes on Orange Cassidy. It's fun. That's all it is. It's fun. Right. And we've talked about it before. Wrestling is supposed to be fun. And, and boy, do I want Orange Cassidy to win this. Um, but why do I see Jericho winning it? But. Somehow Orange Cassidy ends up throwing him into the mimosa bath um, to, you know, to, to sign off or whatever. And in the main event for the AEW world title, John Moxley defends against MJF. And I, you know, I just don't see any way that Moxley loses this match. Um, is it clean though to give MJF the loss because he's still undefeated, correct? So yeah, no, you like Wardlow or some shit. Like, and I, of course, it's not gonna be clean because Wardlow's around. But um, I, oh man, just uh, man, because I I don't like. I, I I can't in my head come up with a story for for MJF going forward. Like, cause there, oh, this this will be the feud in the next couple of months, I would imagine. Like, right, cause gear there, and full gear, I would right. imagine. Right. Um. I, yeah. I don't know, man. I just like I say, I just, I just, I don't see Moxley losing. The only match. future thing I see for him is either he beats Mox, at not this one, but at full gear, and then you have Cody come back. But you, hey, you have that squad. You have that, you know second match of that feud. But yeah, MJF literally fought everybody pretty much. Right. In the babyface realm. 
So yeah, and, and he can't, you know, and Cody can't challenge for the title ever. So like, I mean, part of me thinks. What about thing, uh? What about maybe Darby Allen though? See, I, I told you I'm in on that, man. I'm not. I'm 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 in on Darby Allen being world champion, not TNT champion. But I'm just um, thinking, like, if you had to go a few, like, that's really only one he hasn't had like a one-on-one match with. And oh, you can imagine but, the promos MJF cutting on Darby Allen. <laughs> oh no, for me, for me, it it it's um, the Casino Battle Royale winner is Jungle Boy, and we get Jungle Boy and MJF. I'm there. I'm, yeah. I'm down with that. Uh, you know, we talked about that. Where before, does Mox go? Archer though. Let's say Archer wins. You know, Mox is gonna win. So it's like Mox has right. way more options to go than. Uh, right, I, I think the MJF. casino. I think the battle royale winner will tell us. MJF, twenty three year old, twenty three years old. He doesn't need a belt right now. He's the top heel in the business without a belt. Right, so and, let him just and, be that. <laughs> right, and he can fall back on that he has the 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 diamond ring or or, or whatever. And so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, yeah, I just don't see a way Moxie loses. Um, you know, all that said, you know, <laughs> all that said. Watch him just come out and fucking, you know, yeah, Wardlow causes shit and and we have a new world champion. But I just don't see it. It's not going to be clean. Whatever it is, it's not going to be clean. Nope. Alrighty, and we're coming right up on that hour mark. That show was going to run. That show was going to run rounds around payback. No. Yes, it will. Um, That's so sad. That's so sad. <laughs> like, I'm happy for is. AEW. Like, I love AEW. Like, love it. But holy God. A one-year company is doing that to this multi-billion-dollar conglomerate. If they're even worth a billion dollars anymore, I don't know. Oh, I'm but, sure they are. Like, come on! Like, does nobody watch and be like, "Man, they way better than us." Holy shit! Impact pay-per-view was way better than ours. Like, no, no one in the writers' room is watching that shit. Like, <laughs> oh, they are, but they don't care. Look at look at our stock price. Our stock price has rebounded. We're still good. Blah, 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 blah. It's it's you know the one the question classic... in the show for you. One question in the show for you. Okay, well, you can sit on it or answer it. Oh no, we're gonna. Well, I'll answer your question and we're gonna talk about one more thing before we wrap up. Does if AEW second show is on a Friday or a Monday? You know, there's rumor that they have a second show coming in 2021. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Will they beat Monday Night Raw or SmackDown? In total viewers, no. I, I, I don't think that one's going to... I Total viewers, I don't think is going to happen. Too many kids. Time Too many kids. Right. But in... Kids you know, don't know AEW. <laughs> as, as, you know, as Jericho has gone on ad nauseum on TNT TV about the demo. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't see AEW in, in, you know... If the show were to start, you know... Let's just say the show starts November 1st. By November 1st, 2021, do I see it beating WWE in the demo? No. But boy, will it be real interesting to watch. And I would... I Would it make the, them sweat a little bit? Oh, yes. And, and you know, we, we, we've seen before when there's a little bit of sweat from Vince, that's where he kind of seems to excel. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping beyond hope that AEW comes out and has a bomb-ass second show, and either Dynamite or this second show, whether it's Dark or whatever they call it, gets enough of a demo rating that it just makes the WWE sweat. Um, 
not sweat to the point that they try to go buy up every single solitary piece of talent in the world, but that they just go out and try to be better. You mean they're not going to offer Okada a 10-year contract? <laughs> he, you would cry. Man, you would cry. <laughs> but, like, it's one of those things, man. I Like, I'm, I'm never going to be, you know, we, we've talked about it before. Get fucking paid. I'm yeah. never going to begrudge a guy. Nakamura did it, you know. Right. <laughs> um, Kushida, Asuka. Like, they they, yeah. they, they want to be here. And, and God, I fucking love business. Kushida. It's business. Right. Like, I love Kushida, man. Go go on Kushida's Instagram and just see, like, he, like, there was a post he did the other day just about, like, his parents divorced when he was really young. And so he didn't have a dad around. And he just, like, his daughter just fascinates him. And that's why he wants to be here, man. He wants to raise his daughter in the U.S. and just, and, and he, I mean, yeah, he's, he's not, he's not any sort of title pitcher. He's not going to be the cruiserweight champion in the next three, six months, but he's, he's happy. So, man, I'm, I'm get paid, be happy. That That's all I care about for any wrestler. Man. That, that, that's all I want for Crash Jackson. That's all I want for Aaron Williams. That's all I want for Jake something. It's what I want for Ace Austin. It's what I want for anybody, man. Just get paid and are you happy? Like, I, you know, you know, we'll use, you know, as a kind of, kind of good, uh, the contrast, you know, Gallows and Anderson, you know, were unhappy but signed a big fat fucking contract because they just wanted to get paid. Being happy didn't seem to be a thing, but now that they're, now that they've left, all they talked about is they wanted to be happy. Well, then why'd you fucking sign a five year contract if all you want to do was be happy? Um, but that that that's for another day. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I I hope so. I I really hope it makes WWE sweat enough that they 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 get better. But it you know, it's it's the CM Punk you know pipe bomb promo every single time in my head. It's not gonna get better until Vince is not making all the decisions. Um, so I mean that that is what it is for that uh if you stuck around this long as always thank you uh give us a follow on twitter at 3mb podcast give adam a follow on twitter at adam Howell 3mb uh, follow us on instagram at 3mb pod i'm going to do my best to have this out by tomorrow morning so there's a pre- everybody can listen to it before payback um but before i officially officially sign off um just gut punching news last night as Chadwick Boseman passed away. And boy, boy, like, you know, we, we talked about it with Kobe, you know, I, I was never really a Kobe fan, but boy, that one affected the fuck out of me. And yeah, I am a Chadwick Boseman fan. Forget black Panther fan. Um, and and to find out, like, dude had this, you know, colon, I believe it was colon cancer for four years and, and fought it and fought it and fought it and fought it. And, like, not once mm. did he ever, um, I don't know, show any sign of weakness or, or I mean. Nobody yeah, knew. No one knew. Right. Or any, any indication. And was just. you think about, I don't mean to cut you off, just the the movies he makes are not easy movies to make. They take tolls on you. They're action movies, you know, like Avengers. And you hear about how you read the article that he had surgeries and going through chemo in between filming 
Like that is, it's un, it's unthinkable. It's, it's crazy, you know. And it's right. the, the Tut's a tough, tough human being, and right. it's and, terrible. Right, and so like it's it's just. I mean, it's, you know, yeah, we're, I'm, I'm going to kind of hyper-focus on Black Panther right now. Because mm-hmm. um, I know for Adam's son, Black Panther is huge. For my son, Black Panther is huge. And those are two whiter-than-white kids. Um, and I, I just, I, I loved seeing, because um, cause it's one of those things where, where I finally, like, I got it, like, Okay. I, 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 I think I understand now. I get it to watch. Forget just black youth. Any minority youth got to see for, for Black Panther himself, if we're just focusing on, uh, focusing on T'Challa, they got to see a, a strong ass minority kick ass. And, you know, he, he wasn't, you know, he was angry only at Killmonger. He wasn't angry at the world. And you got to see a, a powerful, positive role model. And then on top of that, the, the women, the women in the movie got to be powerful and smart. Why? Because they were just powerful and smart. And it just, it like to see that resonate and to know that, like, like I just, I, I, I'm, hope I'm on this rock called Earth long enough to see, like, the next round of, like, kids who were were um, uh, motivated may not be the right word, but just finally got to see them represented on screen and how that turns into. X, Y, and Z for them. And, and we saw it when Black Panther came out. And, you know, I, I talk about my love for soccer quite a bit. Um, all over the world, you know, African players, minorities down in Mexico, they were all doing the kind of, you know, they, if they were score a goal, they would do that Wakanda forever arm cross celebration. And it just it it just shows like representation representation can be fucking cool and it was cool and you know i i i don't give a fuck about black panther 2 if he, if he's finished great if it's not finished don't make it or make it and have his sister be black panther and fucking make it even more powerful because you know have a black woman doing something um not because she's angry, because she's just a fucking badass. Like Michonne on The Walking Dead is a badass just because she's a badass. Um, and it's just it, it. It's just it's a bummer of epic proportions, and like I just nothing but respect to Chadwick Boseman and and his family for fighting through it and not once using it as an, an excuse, like an excuse is the wrong word to say, but like not a, not a, they didn't even do it to put Chad on a pedestal. Like, look, he's got cancer and he's doing this on top of it. Like, look at, look at him look at him. No, man, he just went out and wanted to be a powerful person and kept helping people and kept helping people and kept helping people. And just it, it, 
it, it it's you know i think we've talked about it before it just shows that man disney slash marvel in their casting has just seemingly put in the right people in the right places and you watch chris evans go and do like appearances in captain america outfit not because he's getting paid because he wants to do some good shit you get to see oh fuck i'm gonna lose his name now tom holland you know come dress as spider-man to do appearances not to get paid just to put smile on kids faces and you got to see that from chad bozeman he went out and just did appearances as black panther just to put smile on kids faces and let you know let everybody know like shit's all right man and and to know the struggle that he had behind the scenes and and never once let on and just it it's it, it's it's awesome and of course now it's sad and yeah i just want to just say one yeah. thing with it um and it is hard for me for even to say you know i don't share a lot of my personal life on here i don't try to um well that, that's why we only say the wives and children we don't need to make it yeah for them. <laughs> um but in my in my household, a lot of my listeners know me. My house, superheroes are real. Um, you know, you ask my boy who he wants to meet in life, he'll tell you it's T'Challa. Um, see, I'm getting emotional just talking about it. So I just want to say thank you to him for, you know, giving my son hope, um, for everyone's hope. And uh, you will be missed. You will be talked about forever. Um, and, you know, if you want a good thing to watch about Chadwick Bosman, there's a segment with Jimmy Fallon where they went to a screening of Black Panther and Chad just stood behind a poster and they just asked people, how did this movie affect you? How did it affect you? And they didn't know he was behind the screen. He was just, by the end of it, he was in tears. Just hearing everyone's messages about the movie and how it affected them and society. You don't hear that every day. So I thank him for what he's done for my family, my household. So, yeah. Yep, and and, and in that video, again, it was just, it was Chad being Chad. And there's the one scene where the mother is there with her son and she's just talking about like, you know, it, 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 you know, I I think if I heard it right, you know, I was trying to listen to this while the wife was asleep last night. Um, Like it, it sounds kind of like, you know, the unfortunate situation where the the father's not around. So there's not, you know, a male role model for her, her son. And when he came through the curtain the look of awe on the kid's face was fantastic. And, and like that, 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 like that's, that's what I was saying. I'm, I'm hopeful for is that he, you know, Chadwick might have gotten to realize it then and there, like he made a huge impact on millions and millions of people. And, like it was, it was cool that he got to see it then and there. Um, and you know, like I, whatever afterlife you believe in, man, I, I hope dude gets to see it now and see that 
the, the, this outpouring of love that's just been flowing since last night, since we heard about it this, you know, late last night and, you know, you know people who were, you know, in other countries, you know, you know, specifically Africa, since, you know, that's where, you know, we, we assume Wakanda to be. Like, that's what they woke up to today. You know, Adam and I, unfortunately, had to go to bed to that news, and that's what they woke up to today. And, like, man, just, I I, I hope his heart is filling with just pride at what he got to do and the impact he's made and he, that he gets to see it firsthand. So just one of those ones just way too soon, man. We, we all know it already, but fuck cancer. Um, but yeah, to echo Adam's words, man, just thank you. Thank you, Chad. We appreciate it. And as always, everyone be excellent to each other.